Hello and welcome to Teen Book Talk from the Library of Birmingham. Today's episode is The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. This is part one where we'll only be discussing the ebook sample. In part two, we'll discuss the whole book. I'm Michelle and I work in the Children's Library at the Library of Birmingham. Uh, I'm Bella. I'm a student and the daughter of the duty manager of the Library of Birmingham. And I'm Jodie. I'm a customer experience assistant at the Library of Birmingham. Thank you. So, uh, Bella, could you tell us, uh, give us a brief summary about the book, please? Yes, so it follows the life uh, of a teenage girl called Star. Um, She lives in quite a poor neighbourhood called Garden Heights, which is a black community. And she goes to school in a very white dominated community in a posh suburb called Williamson High. Um, And uh, near the start of the book, you learn very quickly that her, one of her best friends, Khalil, is shot by a police officer. um, And he is black. So it's basically about her involvement in the story of that um, in terms of the media and the press um, and how she how she feels about this when she's in her neighbourhood and how she feels about it when she's at her school because you also learn very quickly that she feels like two separate people and when she's in these different places um so it's kind of about how she um reacts to this situation in these two different places and how the people around her in these two different places interact with her as a result of her involvement and her witnessing this obviously horrific um uh, event thank you i have the author Angie Thomas sort of opens with the ho- with that the whole sense of that split that you were talking about um, and like one of the sentences is there are just some places where it's not enough to be me either version of me and do you ever feel I mean did that resonate with you have you ever sort of felt that you are different people you're a different person in different situations yeah, I do think that most people can sort of reflect on that and see themselves in that situation in which you feel as if you can't act a certain way in front of a certain group of people because that's not what they're used to or that's not what they expect of you. Yeah. And I think that it's something that everyone can sort of reflect on a moment like that and think, oh, perhaps that's happened to me a couple of times, but the fact that this seems to constantly happen to her in her life because she's sort of cast astray by the community that she actually lives in because of the fact that she goes to a privileged um, high school and she comes from an area of privilege in that perspective. Uh, But the fact that she also has to go to school and she's also cast astray because she is from a black community in which they are not privileged it's just the constant pressure of feeling as if you have to act a certain way, but you are also not accepted for the way that you act. So I think everyone can reflect on a time that that's happened and sort of feel the pressure that Star feels in the way that she is always having to deal with this pressure and always having to deal with this stress. So, yeah, I think it's something that a lot of people can reflect on. Ella, did you want to add anything? Yeah, I think especially because um, she's a teenage girl. I think she's probably around the age of 13, 14, maybe 15. And um, I think teenagers especially go through this all the time because it's a time in your life where you are asked so many questions about what you want to do, you know, in school, in your career. It's where you make massive decisions in terms of what you're going to go to uni, things like that. You start to make really big decisions and you kind of have to go through this time in your life where you really, where you have to really think about the person that you are and who you want to be. Um, and I think it's a very young age to have to think about that and it's a lot of pressure obviously that's in terms of the school on a school basis but I think in general life it's you know learning who you are because you grow up with people at school but then maybe you you kind of been friends with them for a while but then you start to realize you know that's maybe not who I am and I think it's a really key time in your life 
where you are constantly questioning what you're doing, whether you agree with, you know, the decisions you've made in the past, whether you agree with the people around you. Um, and I think going through that kind of identity crisis of who you are is so, so relatable. Um, you know, obviously Star goes through a massive, massive, um, you know, like experience of deciding and not, and it's not every person goes through such a big event in their life that makes them decide who they are. But the general, you know, idea of just not quite knowing who you are and kind of feeling like you have to act differently in front of different people like Jodie said um is so so you know kind of relatable and I think for the audience that it's for you know which is kind of teenagers it's definitely you know something that everybody goes through and they can definitely relate to that I agree yeah I mean I, th I think yeah that idea of be I mean even if it's something simple as well I might say this to my friends but I definitely wouldn't say that to my mom yeah that's sort of thing and it, it, it it's sort of the extremeness of it and I think like when I went to college, um, I, I went to uh, a college in uh, in Bristol. In it was a theological college, and I was the only black British person there. And like as soon as she read, as soon as I read that opening um, paragraph, and I, I I I that felt exactly like how it was being there. Yeah. Uh, and because that there is a sense that if you, in one sense, in in Garden Heights. She's she's with um, familiar, so it was it would have been like me being back home in Hackney, um, where you're you're in a, a multicultural area which I'd grown up with, um, grown up in, and then to actually have to go somewhere else, and you don't know quite how people act, and that sort of sense that you're always um, you're always on show in some ways because you stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Mm. Um. And I, I think what I find interesting about this book as well is the fact that we've looked at um, we've talked you can talk about other books that just deal with race, but she actually it also deals with race and class, which I, I also find in, uh, interesting as well. Because sometimes yeah. people just pick one or the other, um, but the intersectionality of of things is is I find really interesting. What do you think about the title? I've, I looked it up and, <laughs> and Thug Life um, by Tupac. Yeah. Um, is where it, where it is from and it's it's um so it's the hate you give little infants everything um yeah. and i'm just wondering what do you think that tells us about the way the book is going to go forward um and yeah i think it kind of it instigates straight away to the reader that you know then there's going to be some sort of uprising there's no one's going to just sit still about this and you know as it says it, you know whatever you teach these young people comes back and it comes back for those who have inflicted it on them and um, so I think straight away it tells you you know this book isn't just going to be you know about her dealing with this loss but it's also going to be about her taking a stand and everyone in in the community taking a stand um, and I think that's a really important message as well that they've included that because I just think it's you know in in anything that you do in life everything that you have that you do or say to somebody has an impact on the way they view life or the actions that they take and obviously, the stronger your actions towards them, like the police officer in this killing her friend, the stronger their reaction is going to be. So I think it's it's a really important message. And it definitely, you know, tells you straight away this book's going to be, you know, strong and it's going to have a strong message. And it's going to, you know, they're going to take action like very, you know, harshly and, and as, as they should and as they needed to. Yeah, I mean, it also shows you what to sort of expect from the start. Um, it's obviously mentioned nearer to the start of the sample sort of um this the uh the meaning of it 
nearer to the start and um it sort of shows you what to expect from this literal beginning it shows you that you know you're not gonna just go through this and just sort of be like your sort of typical teenage novel it's gonna be it's gonna mean something rather than it mean nothing like when I read the title of the book and obviously knew nothing about the book it just sort of seems like um like a typical title to sort of a teenage novel but um I'm glad that it means something and I was glad when I found out that it meant something because um yeah I just yeah it, sh- it showed me what to expect essentially yeah and it's nice that it had a real link because obviously Tupac's a real artist in the real world it's based on a real song so it's yeah. not just something the author's made up and so many people will have listened to his music and this song in particular and I think that's people will be like oh gosh yeah I know that I know that song and god he really does mean something in this book and makes yeah. you realize that it really holds so much meaning and it's a really important important message yeah and in a sense it can sort of be seen like a sort of a cultural thing because these rappers have been like such a important cultural sort of stand for black culture and black people that it also <laughs> speaks on that aspect of um the meaning of the novel and everything because they've stood up so much for black culture and it shows you know star is gonna sort of follow that same path throughout the novel yeah and yeah I think what's interesting about the novel as well well it's certainly even in that sample is the fact that it's something that speaking up is something she struggles with it's not like she immediately goes out there's a place where she, where she says uh I always say that if I saw yeah. it happen to someone I'd have the loudest voice making sure the world knew what went went down now I am that person and I'm too afraid to speak and I think that that is is something that maybe a lot of black people have, uh, have struggled struggled with particularly after um the ki- the killing of George Floyd the yeah. fact that yeah. do you go out and protest or, or do you stay in and what what will happen to you if you speak out? And the fact that she's actually, I'm hoping that the rest of the book, that um, that you can see her actually struggling with it. Um, yeah. And I think sometimes we see heroes, like, um, I don't know, other people have stood up, like Rosa Parks and uh, maybe Martin Luther King and stuff. We hear about them and it seems as if they just woke up ready to stand up and fight. Absolutely. And we don't actually often hear about the journey they took to get to the position where they could stand up and fight. And I think I'm fine. I'm hoping that that's, that journey she takes would be something that I can follow on in the book and sort of along with her and maybe sort of give me a little bit more of a backbone. Um, and I, 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 so, yeah, yeah, I really want to read on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that as well, because obviously there's so much um, protesting and, and kind of activism happening now, which is brilliant. Um, and I think a lot of the time, you know, in the media, people are very, very misled as to the nature of the people involved in these protests. Um, they're being portrayed in a certain way, which is just, you know, obviously so untrue. And, and some of the protesters are um, portrayed as, you know, violent and kind of reckless. But this book kind of makes you realise it's not as easy as as, as the media is making it out to be you know the media a lot of the media were just saying you know they're just going out and causing issues and you know doing all of this and all of that but it's it's not a simple decision for them to just go out and cause problems there's no they're not causing it's not that they are causing problems they're obviously not but the media is portraying it as such and I think this kind of shows you you know behind the scenes of the decisions that you know especially black families will make as to you know whether they're going to go out and take a stand and it's not as easy as just going out and you know painting on a statue or you know making a sign and, and walking around a city um there's so much more behind it and I think 
it's good because it, it, it shows you, you know, like the behind the scenes of people's lives and what they have to go through to get to the point of taking the stand properly. Yeah, the reason like for me that I do really want to read on is the fact that it sort of leaves you at that point where she's doing nothing and she's so emotionally like drained with everything that she's seen like when she was a child and everything that she went through when she was a child and up to now it just it's like you want to find out sort of where that um break-off point was where you say you know no I'm going to go out and make a stand now because like you said Michelle like we all sort of see these things and we wonder you know how could people like Rosa Parks just you know stand up and do what they did no matter like how amazing it is it just seems like so like stressful to us to be able to do that in that situation and it's like I want to sort of see where that breaking point for her was and then hope that in some way it can influence my lives and the lives of others you know what I mean like in that sort of stand up and do something sense because I think that it's difficult for everyone in the moment to sort of take that stand and that it's okay for it's okay to struggle to take that stand no one expects everyone to just get up and do it and get out of bed and do it it's not as easy as it looks and and it's okay to struggle and it's okay to you know to to kind of think oh is this right should I not be doing this it's okay to go and do it and then change your mind and do it again it's not you know it's not a simple process and it's okay to stumble and and you know make mistakes and kind of doubt yourself along the way mm-hmm. yeah. so do, do I take from the comments that, that we're all looking forward to reading the rest of this book absolutely yeah, definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah excellent so um so we've been talking about the hate you give by Angie Thomas uh, you can borrow it from the library in print as an ebook or as an audio e-audio book. If you want to get involved in Team Book Talk, email us at inquiries at libraryofbirmingham.com. I've been Michelle. I've been Bella and Jodie. Goodbye. <laughs>